0: Okay, so as I was patiently waiting for you to come on, um, I actually took out my tarot deck and I shuffled until a card popped up and I got the world card, number 21. Okay, uh, this is pretty significant because the last card of the Major Arcana signifies completion of the Twin Flame journey. Um, Many people don't know this, but the tarot, the Major Arcana, is the twin flame journey starting from the fool um and the fool splits up into the magician then the high priestess i talked about this in the last podcast and it ends in the world card where there's union and the new earth is here that's why it's called world um and i do feel like i've almost pretty much completed the twin flame journey what about you
1: Yeah, I mean, I just moved my bed to make a room for someone else in my life. Um. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was gonna say for your audience that doesn't know, Dan was telling me that if you don't make room for a person to fit into your life at the moment, then they're not going to be able to make like movement towards you and so I was like really resistant to moving my bed so I called you I out on
0: that pretty quickly
1: and get out of it and dude you yeah you did you're like why are you resisting it as, as soon as you said it I was like no it doesn't work it doesn't fit it's gonna be too crammed um and and I was like you know what you're right so I did it and as I was doing it I was like it's it's a tight fit yeah but like I think in my head I made it out so much worse like that it would be like terrible or so inconvenient for me and it kind of got me thinking about um you know maybe towards relationships and to as much as I keep saying I want to that I'm ready for a relationship I'm mm-hmm. terrified of how it can and so me.
0: people listen to this right now you might think okay what does something as trivial as making physical space for someone how does that influence union in some way in some magical way i think it just mentally puts you in a frame of hey i'm making space for someone i'm allowing it to happen rather than just resisting it and going on your life as normal right um so in the short time of you moving your bed mm-hmm. did you feel yourself open up to the connection more love it
1: i did surprisingly um, and I think it was like <laughs> I was really <laughs> I was complaining the whole time if I'm being honest I was complaining the entire time I moved my bed and the first way I moved it didn't work and I was like see I said it didn't work and it's not gonna work and I was almost like relieved that it didn't work because that meant I could put it back to the way it was and I didn't have to change my lifestyle and it was just like I don't know, like, I I was settling for comfort, and then I just realized, like, fine, put it back to it was, like, the way it was, but you can't complain about being single. You can't complain about somebody not coming into your life because you're choosing not to have somebody come into your life, and it was just very evident by me being so against being inconvenienced mm. by another person. And it's crazy
0: how life. that manifests you know? into physical spaces, um, right? Yeah. Like you might not think that the physical space of your bedroom determines how open you are to love, but it does. It's a symptom of your beliefs. But
1: it does. And your energy, it look, right? It is. And I think um I mean, I've been med- meditating more, so I've been able to like recognize my thoughts and understand them a little bit better, like as an observer, and not like falling into the trap of like I am my thoughts. And I, I listened to, it. I listened to my, like the things I was saying as I moved my bed, and I'm like, how, like I, I could tell, like I didn't want somebody in my mm. life. And I'm like, whoa. I was like, really though, really, because you're doing all this stuff and, like you say, like to, like make room for people and start yeah. a family, but you're so resistant to just like shifting your bed to the side. Like that's really all it was was moving my bed sideways and moving my lamp over to the other side. Like that's all I did, and I was just like, so upset about it. Like it was like it was such a big deal and it really wasn't, it was something so small. And I just think that type of resistance in
0: comes in two forms. I think they're two sides of the same coin. And the one facet of it is like you said, you just, um, you feel like it's going to inconvenience you. You feel like having a partner, is just going to take over your, it's going to encroach on your freedom, on your liberty, on your personal space. The other side of it is, you mm-hmm. um, some people resist it because they're ashamed of their room. They're ashamed of their body. They're ashamed of uh, how they are just vulnerable, naked and all. They don't like the way they look in the mirror. Right. Um And so yeah. I feel like that's also an impediment towards union, not just someone being hyper independent, but also someone who is just completely closed off because there's shame there. So on the other side, how can someone reduce shame?
1: I've, got, I've gotten into this a lot personally. Um, other than guided meditations, um, you really, like, it. it they, they really do help one um, thing that I always tell myself it's like I, I don't have anything to be ashamed of um, and, and the main reason is like the, my mistakes are the things that I, con- I considered mistakes at one point were the driving force to get me to where I am now um, but little things to do is just yeah. like clean your room you know um, have a place for everything so you don't have to go all out um, but it's just like okay Maybe just make sure that all your clothes are are hung or folded. Um, Maybe make sure that you have a jar where you put all of like the the things you jump out of your pocket. So you're not just jumping it on your desk Mm -hmm. or on your bed. It has like a designated spot and slowly just like move yourself into a direction, just like pick one thing to organize. Um, Maybe go through your paperwork, just whatever is easiest for you um
0: yeah and I think someone with a lot of shame there. and I feel like we're opposite in that you're someone who's hyper independent and I'm someone who shies away from connections because for me it's shame right <laughs> like we were just talking about the room situation I got kicked out of my room because my brother moved back home um and I got placed into my sister's room and it's a very feminine room the The walls are purple there's like necklaces and like very <laughs> feminine decorations just all over the place right and i'm like what do i even do right um and i've been dealing with eczema for a really long time and so for me just like i know that my block towards intimacy is just like loving myself unconditionally but people who are in shame need to hear this part where it's not just mental spirituality Mm -hmm. isn't just mental you kind of have to get your foot off you got to get your ass off the couch and you got to do stuff right so if it's body image, you got to work out, you got to drink more water, yeah. you got to adjust your diet, right? It's not just, okay, I need to mentally make space for someone. It's no, I also got to be on top of my priori- priorities. I also have to follow through with my word. I also have to make time for friends. I also have to meditate and eat as clean as possible, right? Yeah. Um, So yeah, I feel like we tend to just Mm -hmm. get lost in the spiritual sauce, so to speak, and we forget the practical applications, right? So (laughs) isn't that crazy? Just something as like, yeah, yeah, something as simple as just like arranging the room, right? So
1: go for a walk.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Is there, yeah, go
1: ahead. And it is, and I I mean, something that you kind of brought up to, um, and you you don't really see it in this, but like all the like therapy I went through, um, a big thing is self love. It's like if you love yourself, you wouldn't mm-hmm. you wouldn't treat yourself that way. Like if you loved yourself, you would put yourself in an environment where you could thrive. If you loved yourself, your room would be relaxing. And um if you loved yourself, you'd keep your body healthy, you'd take care of your body. So it's like you have to love your body, mind and soul. Um, you're shameful because you know you're or you have shame because you don't accept yourself and the reason you don't accept yourself is because you don't love yourself if you love yourself unconditionally you don't have shame you just you accept yourself for what you are you accept your mistakes um you know as just stepping stones and and you really I think that's a big big thing but it's I like one question I would actually did like started practicing every day it's like what can I do for myself today um because I would do for others you know I'd be like buying my mom flowers or washing my dad's car or um you know just doing errands for somebody else when in reality I should have just been like putting that back towards myself and being like what can I do for myself today I could I, and like some little things I started doing I was like I'm going to take myself out for a walk I'm going to go out in nature I'm going to get my nails done I'm going to have a spa mm. day I'm going to go get a massage which I did today um, so it's just like yeah. every day you should and be doing ironically, something for yourself
0: those activities that you allot to yourself those make space for someone else to come in like it opens your heart up I'm going to go back real quick to what we were talking about um, with shame because you said, yeah. you know, acceptance or admitting it. Um, there's a quote I heard on the podcast. It goes, mm-hmm. shame cannot survive in the light. So whatever you're shameful about, right, you tend to just bury yourself and like, live as a hermit with your problems and not come clean about it. But the moment you just express it, shame automatically is el- is eliminated, right? So I needed to say, yeah, I have eczema and sometimes I'm scared to take my shirt off, even though I work out and I have abs. Right. I'm, I'm ashamed Like it just, the shame is just completely gone now. Right. Or just talking about like the room situation where I don't have a room and I got moved to my sister's room. Shame, shame is completely gone because there's nothing hidden. Right. So if you're struggling to overcome shame or climb out of it, you fix it first by just like you said accepting
1: it. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! And it's hard. Um, you know, sometimes you have to have you have to have a few goes like goes at yeah. it. Uh, like for me, one one of the hardest things like my childhood is pretty hard to to get over um I'm so embarrassed by it you know and I shouldn't be I shouldn't be I was young too so it's like I shouldn't be judging myself um but like as an adult like we've all had those drunken nights where we did stupid things uh I had a really drunken night where I just blew somebody up and confessed I love them and made a fucking fool of myself because I got so shit-faced um and it took me so long like and, and it was my twin like he saw that side of me and I was so embarrassed I was like ah like I had so much shame in that and it was on my birthday so I was just like I can't even like look at pictures of my birthday like I can't even I wasn't able to even look back or tell people what I did like I didn't want to think about it um and I had to go through it and forgive myself and accept it over and over and over again and this was last year, and it's not until this month, actually, in a clearing meditation that I did that I was finally able to make my peace with it. And now I'm like, there's no shame in it. I, I'm i not embarrassed by what I did and what I said and how, you know, drunk I was. And like, I, like in the moment, I felt so pathetic. And now I'm, I'm just like, that was something I needed to go through to see how bad I was because when it comes down to it that night was like my realization of I am spiraling and I like I hit an all-time low like that was my lowest point and from there it just went up you know um but that was my lowest so
0: I had a similar situation with my twin where after our breakup lowest point in my life I sent her this long sappy email and I didn't tell anyone and I held so much shame about that I'm going to ask you what do you think how do you think it affects the union or the connection when you hold shame about something you've done to the person
1: I think um, for me, the hardest thing was I was I didn't know how they felt towards me because of it. And it's just like if I felt shame about it, I'm sure they most have, too. Um, And. I like that was what made it so shameful and so hard for me to get over like I I told you like I did so many clearings over this I wrote about it I did meditations I talked to my therapist about it and it took so long for me to get over this one thing because I just I feel like I tainted my image in their eyes and I didn't know how to undo that and how to fix it and it was finally just me accepting like I deserve to be loved no matter how low I go and no matter what mistakes I make and that made it easier for me to let go of his thoughts of me. I'm like, I, that I am too great to let a bad night right. define me.
0: Right. And I think you know it I'm actually too great adds to let like multiple really things define me. <laughs> negative toxic energy when you're second guessing yourself and you're doubting your worth and you're coming from a place of just uh self-loathing i i don't think that serves the connection at all right if you're if you feel inferior to that person if you feel like uh you made a egregious mistake that's unforgivable well then you have just there defined the relationship that you are unforgivable and you are unapproachable and so how can you expect Mm -hmm. them to approach you or come to you right but then again like i said um it just takes just owning up to it and looking at it and realizing half the time it's not that bad right my sappy email whenever when i read it again and i read it over with you i was like wait it wasn't that bad
1: it wasn't that bad (laughs) i think i told you i was like you made it out to sound so like sad and petty and when you read it to me i was like this doesn't sound bad at all like i'm glad you did that because that was like one thing i made me realize i was like
0: no it probably wasn't, wasn't as as it I probably thought. wasn't and so um,
1: <laughs> um, it it, it kind of was but uh, <laughs> but it's a it's, it's lesson learned <laughs> but i'm a good person so makes up separate <laughs> is the problem
0: right there's this mantra that mm-hmm. i've been practicing who taught me this yeah abraham hicks with a lovely soul right of whenever course. you're going through something right cuz if you just focus on what you're going through and it's negative you're just going to keep re- repeating it cuz that's in your vibrational uh chamber at that moment right just negativity grief and you're expecting more to happen so a good mantra to kick your way out of that is to just keep saying to yourself this is not that serious it's not that serious it's not that serious it's not that serious, it's not that serious. Right. And so I kept yeah, telling myself that, not. like, and that's such a healing mantra, right? When I quit my job, I, before making the call, there was so much resistance there. But I was just like, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. So it's not bad. that serious, right? Car accident. It's not that serious. Not that serious. You just keep saying that problems will eventually solve themselves out and you can be truly present and actually learn to enjoy those moments.
1: Yeah, that's such a good point. Um, and like, it's just it's crazy because I didn't realize like how many on this one event like how many walls I had put up because of it. Like on top of the shame, like I realized like it had to do so much. They had to do more that like with him than with anything else. And that that was one of the reasons why I started writing. Let's talk about
0: that. Um,
1: like our relationship as a twin flame union, like. I told you before, like, I was in such denial about it, but I'm like, why is it, like, in these key points in my life, like, he plays such a significant role, Um, and (laughs) honestly, what helped me the most was something that he told me, and he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing at a party, and he just, he looked at me and just told me, like, Diana don't judge me and he just had this look in his eye that he felt Mm. like he was disappointing me and he's just like I'm just Mm. having fun like please don't judge me And I just looked at him I was like I could never like you can in my eyes you can do no wrong you know and I kept thinking on that moment I'm like what if that's how he felt like no matter what I do like in his eyes I can do no wrong and I was blessed enough to be able to talk to him recently. Um, I say recently; it's like months and months ago. But I I remember him telling me like he the way, what he sees in me, and he didn't mention any of like my mistakes or anything. Like he was just like you're so loving and you're so kind and compassionate. He's like I just I can't offer you that. Like I can't offer you the love you deserve. But I'm just like wow. Like he sees me in such high regards and he like puts me on the same pedestal I put him, I was like, I'm over here thinking he thinks the worst of me over this one event and he's not even worried about it, you know? Um, And I just realized like, I wanna show myself the same unconditional love that I show him, that I've shown everybody else in my other relationships. Like I want that for me. And once I was able to that's when I was finally able to like break that shame and just accept that event in my life as what it was. It's a learning lesson. That's so
0: beautiful. As you said that I almost like felt people listening to this just have an aha moment, like a total epiphany of, oh my goodness, my twin isn't ashamed of me. My twin doesn't, think i'm a weirdo or a creep my twin actually puts me up on a pedestal the way i put them on a pedestal right like the love is reciprocated even though the love seems one-sided and seems super strong coming from one side your partner sees you through the eyes of source and your partner can't help but love you they literally can't help but see the best of you
1: yeah and they can't And you, and it's hard to think that, like, it's so, I'm sure a lot of people are resisting it, but you have to remember if, if, if this is your twin, they, they have to love you the same way you do. And they probably feel the same way. They're just like, oh my gosh, all my flaws, like I'm such a dirtbag or, you know, like I have all my issues. And it's just like, well, what do you think about those things? How do you feel about the mistakes they made? Do they affect the way you feel about them? They might make you second guess or they might make you worry but you don't love them any less because of it and likewise we mirror each other so
0: beautifully in twin flame unions where however you feel towards your twin that's how they feel towards you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i forget what else i was gonna (laughs) say after Mm -hmm. that awesome um, we got caught yeah the so twin flame mirroring um you put them on pestle, they'll put you on a pestle. oh yeah this is where i was going with that um during during dark night sorry, of soul a, a lot of people thing. think it's just the feminine side that's going through the dark night and the pain that's not true that's not true the,
1: no, not <laughs> i at mean all.
0: how many channeled readings do people watch where the caption is um on youtube the caption is like dm really struggling right now dm tower moment with karmic dm (laughs) is in the midlife crisis like it's always dm dm and it's always actually df ascending df rising df stepping into our power df stepping into our purpose right like let's not take that like for granted like as much as the dark night of soul has haunted us and has been just the craziest emotional roller coaster it's been the same for our twin right like the same crazy email i sent to my twin in my eyes she sent me the first crazy email in her eyes too and i thought i was the only one going through the dark darkness soul during our first separation because we were only seeing each other for about two to three weeks and then she emailed me and she was like i've become an overthinker like i've never thought possible and I felt for you in ways that are just un- unimaginable. I'm like, wow, like, I thought I was the only one feeling about like this way. Right. But it's mirrored. So whoever's listening to this, and I really feel like this message is hitting someone right now, and like like a ton of bricks, because it's a block where you think that this is just you alone on this journey where you forget or you don't realize that your twin feels the same way about you. And I want to undo that block. I want to take that block out because your twin loves you. Like your twin really fucking loves you. And it's so hard to accept. So how do we decrease that resistance to accepting someone else's love? It is hard to believe. On a human level, it is hard to understand and comprehend unconditional love. But how can we work our way towards it? towards understanding it more.
1: I think the hardest person to convince to love you is yourself. And if you can do that, then oh my God, you'll have confidence for anything. Um, And it's, it's just little steps. Like this is not something you're gonna accomplish overnight, but it's something you get closer and closer to. And you just have to, don't pick the hardest thing. I say like pick the easiest thing. It's like, where, where's the easiest place for you to love yourself? Is mm-hmm. it in your skills, like in your talents? Like you're a good writer. Maybe that's, that's where you love and appreciate yourself. So, you know, like for me, what was it? Um, for me, I, I did like, I did nice things for people. And I was like, I'm really kind and thoughtful. Let me be kind and thoughtful to myself. And so I would plan dates for myself and I would do like little things. Like I would buy myself flowers or go grocery shopping and get like a really expensive meal. Mm. and make myself like a steak and red wine, you know? Um, it worked like with, with, and towards your strengths. Um, you know, like if you have hobbies, go and do those hobbies. Um, share that experience with other people I think you really have to work towards self-love and that'll just make you realize that you are so worthy of love um and it'll take away like the pain of not being with your twin because it it took that away for me um because when I was able to finally love and appreciate myself in like entirely I came into the realization like him not being with me has got nothing to do with me because I was the one that was like, I'm all in this relationship. And he backed out. Um, And that had nothing to do with me. That had everything to do with him. It's like, yeah, I had my own blocks, but I was willing to work through them in this relationship and he wasn't. And I I needed to stop taking that personally. Um, It didn't mean I was inadequate. It meant he needed to do work on his own and I respect him for that. And It just, it played out so well in all other areas of my life. Um, If you have trouble, like, accepting love from a relationship, like, start small. Like, accept love from your dog, you know? Like, do you let your dog cuddle with you? Um, Do you accept love from your friends? Accept love from your parents or your siblings? I think you, you need to really... Like understand that like, there's a bigger picture to this and there's a reason why you're you're rejecting love from your twin flame and why it hurts so much. Like it's going to push mm. you to want to make a change. Um, and you're not going to do, a lot of times you're not going to do this. Look, if you did this change willingly, you would have done it by now and you wouldn't be in this mess. That's just the truth of it. Like the reason you're hurting is because you were putting off change. And life made you uncomfortable, and now you have, you know, your back's up against the wall. And that was a hard truth I had to swallow. And now I'm like, nope, I don't have to learn lessons through pain anymore. I can just, you know, be ahead of the game and meditate and love myself and work hard. And just, I I don't, I'm going to accept change, and I'm just, I'm going to follow my intuition, and I don't need to suffer to learn like that's that's my like my mantra this this year like I am living by that I am that's not gonna to grow
0: because I know a lot of people are suffering from the block of maybe I can't have union right away because I haven't suffered enough for it or maybe I didn't learn enough to warrant union maybe I don't deserve it quite yet because mm-hmm. I'm not on a spiritual path like everyone else is or I'm not like Kid Natural or Diana Vanessa and I needed to read this, right? That's (laughs) blah.
1: Yeah. It is. And once you realize the power, like the meaning behind those words, like you Mm. would only say that if you don't love yourself. Like how dare you tell somebody you love that they're not worthy of love without, like there's, this is the thing about unconditional love. You don't have to do anything to merit this love. You don't, you don't have to be anything other than who you are. You don't have to be better. You don't have to be stronger. You don't have to be smarter or cleaner or anything. Like you don't have to have, like, you don't have to have like finished school. And I think like, we, we think there's this finish line. And once you reach that finish line, we can accept love. And it's just like, no, until yeah. you realize you can have it before any of these things. You can have it without any of these things, um, you don't understand unconditional to
0: bring you to a place of just being able to let that unconditional love from your twin land i think it's important to remember at least i know we've we both have different twin flame scenarios and situations but um majority of people listening to this your twin flame loved you the minute they saw you not the minute the split second your eyes made contact, or your energies. Yeah, they, they recognized for the that.
1: They just you exactly know, were they recognized made, the love, made aware of it
0: when they first saw you. You didn't have to do anything. You were just you. You didn't have to put on a show. The moment you stepped in the room, or the moment they stepped into the room, you loved them, and they loved you too. There was nothing warranted. There was nothing offered. There was nothing performed. It was just natural unconditional perfect timeless real right and i love what you said about mm-hmm. to let love in from the outside we have to give it to ourselves first in some small manner and i think a lot of us we we try to like you said we try to do things for others first where we're like okay what can I give my mom, what can, I, what can I give my family, how can I, or light workers, right, how can I create content for the world, right, I mean, when's the last time you wrote yourself a love letter, I know we did this uh, to ourselves recently, right,
1: recently, and it was transformative, but as often as
0: we write,
1: i agree, as often yeah, I as we like, think like, about I've writing other people,
0: should we not think about writing to ourselves even more, like, this is what I'm just thinking about right now, like, I should be so much more consumed with writing to myself and from that overflow of love and abundance things will naturally pour out into other people. I just mm-hmm. So what do you think is the driving force between just like wanting to serve others? Is it genuine? I'm sure it is right because I, I don't doubt that my place of Uh, my intention of serving others isn't genuine I I think it truly is but I think a lot of it is just misguided where if we redirected that energy inward fold ourselves up and let it spill out I think we would be much more happier and fulfilled
1: I think more authentic too because you have to think um, I'm because I'm speaking from like the experience of not loving myself like a year ago to adoring myself now and the shift in the way I interact with people is so different before I was doing like all these favors and nice things like obviously because I loved somebody but I wanted them to see like my value I had as a person Mm -hmm. and if it wasn't recognized I could feel like my ego like Or I would feel sad about it a little, be like, oh, they didn't recognize, or they didn't, you know, like I, I, I could buy my mom some flowers, and just put them there Mm. so for her to enjoy, right? But no, I had Mm. to be like, mom, I bought you these flowers. I needed her to know that I was the one that bought them, not my dad. You know, I spent money on the flowers, and if I was like really feeling it, and they were expensive flowers, like I'd leave the fucking price tag on them you know, and that just, that was coming from a place of need, of, like, I need validation for doing a nice thing, like, I need to feel important and needed in this family, but when I, st- I was able to love myself, I was, like, it's, it doesn't matter if I get the recognition, like, I want to do a nice thing for my mom, because I love her, and whether or not she realizes, like, that I, that you know I bought expensive flowers or cheap flowers it doesn't matter whether or not she thinks I bought them or my brother bought them it doesn't matter it's like I want her to be able to enjoy them and be happy with them um and like that's just like a little thing and sure you can find ways to like apply it into um bigger like larger examples but your intention is is kind of shifted like your ego can step in so easily if you're coming out of a place of lack
0: right and that's an enough i mean the bible says let your right hand or let your one hand not know what the other hand is doing like if you give money to the poor just like <laughs> have some like let, let one yeah. part of your body just be totally ignorant <sighs> to what the other side of your body is doing
1: yes oh my god I'm so glad you brought that up because I remember I saw like this this like art that's Sorry, why you're I'm here a lot today but um there was this like art clip or this comic strip and it was like what the homeless people see and it was like they were getting money but it was showing them like looking at the person recording them and it's just like wow like you can't even give people money without posting it on the internet You know, it's like, we're posting all these acts of kindness and we're, we're losing sight of the fact is like, nobody needs to see you do these acts of kindness, except like you. And so I, like, if you have to record yourself or take a photo of yourself doing something nice for somebody else, like it's don't, don't even bother doing it. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. like, it has, it doesn't have the right energy. Um, it's not feeding your soul, um, you know. Like we appreciate you being nice, but it's just like the the energy behind it is just so detrimental because it's self serving, um, right? You're taking an
0: act that's supposed to be virtuous, selfless, and you're it is self serving. You're. It's almost worse. <laughs> it's taking well, like such a great it's, act, and then you're it making is, it and that's
1: like, Yeah. And so, like, if, if you if you do that, and, like, I understand, like, you might not recognize it, and I'm not trying to put you on blast, but it's, like, if you want to change that and do better, like, the easiest thing is, like, do something unanimous, like, what is it? Is it unanimous? No, not unanimous. Uh, anonymous. There we go. I'm aware of butchering words. Um, right. And but be anonymous about things. It's, like, maybe just, like, put, like, something I would, tr- like, ma- make sure I would try to do is, like, if I was giving somebody money, like, I would be really like sneaky about it. Like I would put it when they like a musician is playing music. I would like put it in when they weren't looking at me, put it in. So it's just like, I don't need him to see. I was the one who gave him money. I just need him to count an extra $20. Right. Bill and so at the end think of about day, how we you know?
0: do that um, to ourselves, where we, um, showboat our own self-love, right. Phone eats first. We take ourselves on a date, but phone eats first. Right. Uh, <laughs> We go, you know, like, we, we are showcasing <sighs> moments. Mm. I do I've it all the time. That, Don't be that is my life right now. <laughs> it's like, it just looks like my, my Instagram story is literally a guy who loves himself, Dan Dan. who loves himself and loves showing it off. So I need to get better at <laughs> just, like, treating myself without anyone knowing, right? Like, it makes the moment so much purer right? It just cultivates true self-love where, okay, I took myself to a nice spot. I don't have to post about it. The world doesn't have to know. I did this for you.
1: Now enjoy mm-hmm. your
0: sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, yes. circle back to a topic okay. I talked about in the beginning where I pulled out the world card. Um, there's two cards I pulled out, actually, One from my Oracle deck also, because I know you got an Oracle deck, and I was like, hey, maybe I want to look at my Oracle deck. Yeah. Um, Which was weird, because two cards are kind of like polar opposite. The one card was the World card, which pretty much says in Twin Flame speak that the journey has completed, Union is here, right? And then the other card, the Oracle deck says let go like that was the words those were the words so how do you make sense or how do you reconcile i'm okay. asking you yeah. and i'll chime in later how do you reconcile those two energies one that says it's here and then let go oh,
1: i think we like talked about this um I was like, I think my block is that I'm putting so much power on this union. Like, if if it doesn't pan out, I'm going to be upset about it. And if it does, I'm going to be happy about it. And I was like, that seems wrong. I know that's wrong. I shouldn't let something outside of myself make me happy or sad, you know? Um, and I, 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 I didn't even tell you, like, I finally stepped into a place where I'm just like, this could not work out and I can never hear from him again. And I'm fine with that. I'm just as fine with it as I would be if he reaches out to me. And I, I think you have, like, it, it sounds harsh, but it's like, you have to let like, go oh, that relationship for so many reasons. It's just like, one, you, you have to admit, like, you don't understand that the complexity and the depth of it and so let go of this like illusion Mm -hmm. of a relationship first and foremost because you know it's it's in a it's in this world context it's like we're both finally
0: waking up to that Um, understanding
1: and then let go of this yeah and this is like let go of the person because the person has nothing to do with your twin Your twin is yourself, is your soul, is not a person.
0: That's exactly where my head is at. Where for you, you like you definitely highlighted, emphasized, let go of the need for union to complete you or fulfill you. Mine is just let go of my perception of what my person should be, right? Let go of what I believe my twin Mm -hmm. should be doing, right? Like if she doesn't want to start partying, if she doesn't want to stop. Seeing other people, that shouldn't affect me. Like I should be able to still love her unconditionally yeah. and have no expectation of what she wants to do.
1: Yeah, let go of that expectation of them. So, I mean, that's how I see yeah. it for it me. It's just like, just let go, um, and and it makes sense because like I'm not the same person I was when I met him or when I reconnected with him. And so why do I expect him to be the same? So it's just like, I have to let go of, of like the person he once was. It's like, will I be able to, to love him as he is now if I keep holding on to this older yeah. image of him? And I
0: know that that's my block where I just have, I hold the highest standards for someone and i expect them to but they're my standards right they're subjective totally personal and have nothing they have nothing to do with the person's best interest sometimes where i am like okay so you should be doing xyz right mm-hmm. and they're just like no right um even as we're mm-hmm. running this instagram page i'm like diana didn't post in four hours she did not post today what is she doing <laughs> but that's my expectation of what you should be doing you needed a day of self-love and self-care, and frankly, I'm jealous that you did. Right?
1: I <laughs> out. So, yeah, letting
0: go is—it's um, <laughs> definitely tough for me, but definitely something I'm—I'm I'm finally learning to do. Yeah.
1: Because Let- I have those same expectations
0: my for myself, and so it's just projected outwards, right? I expect myself to post on on uh, to post but, a podcast instagram instagram tv
1: and i think i tell you this TikTok. all the time too right? <laughs> i always put you on blast for it i'm like exactly are expectations and that's where it starts from i'm like
0: mm. it is fear right fear it's fear that if i don't
1: mm, we'll still love you mm. if you don't post don't worry
0: dan i love that love that i that's something i need to remind myself every so often um, but so going back from the letting go aspect to the completion aspect, because I wanted to touch on this in the beginning and just to bring it full circle, um, I do feel like in some ways we have completed the twin flame journey. Like I can say that with confidence and my soul does not resist that statement. When I say I have completed the twin flame journey, I've, I, I,
1: I mean, you completed I feel like a I've completed it. portion
0: of it. Maybe two years from now, I'll be like, oh, no, I got ways to go. But I feel like for this leg of the journey, <laughs> I've completed. Yeah. The first you leg. have
1: completed the first leg.
0: Do you feel like you've come to some right. stopping point, some, some milestone? Not stopping point, oh, but yeah. some milestone. that's amazing that's amazing because i already feel um, from our first time yeah right just
1: like okay what's next like that's my idea it's like okay what's the next part i'm ready i'm on to face we went from
0: 101 to 102 or maybe two on one who knows (laughs) yeah we're in the honors track um because i just know energetically from the first time We spoke, we are just in a way different headspace and a way different vibration. I feel like we're both vibing higher um, and we're both really stepping into our purpose. Speaking of which, and I'll end on this, uh, we're both really stepping into our purpose right now. And coming up in the next 10 days, we're launching um, a couple services that are, we just, I don't know if you feel like you've been putting it off. But I don't think mm. I've been putting it off. It's just something that feels right to do right now. So in 10 days, we are launching our website.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, the All Things Twin Flames official mm-hmm. website Flames. where you, dear reader slash listener, can go on. You can see the list of different services that, that we'll be offering. Um, and we're you're going to see a Facebook page. I'm so excited for the Facebook group. Um it's going to be an exclusive private Facebook group mm-hmm. dedicated to support Twin Flames and Twin Souls. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for the Facebook I group. I'm really excited. Me too. Yeah. Um, me can excited you talk a little people. bit about the importance of having a community or mm-hmm. what we plan on doing in the community to make this yeah. just the most incredible journey?
1: Um. I think I'll speak on like the importance of having a community and you and me have said this like a lot of times. Um, me and Dan, we're, pre- like, we're pretty sure we have a soul contract. We have something going on because you know we, we came into each other's lives at such a pivotal point. And I cannot imagine having done this journey alone. Like I can't, I would like just having somebody that was going through the same thing made me feel like I was not going crazy and I would I remember like the most embarrassing things would happen to me and I was like I didn't even want to talk about it but I was just like I'm just gonna tell Dan that this happened and I would he's like dude me too I was like I just I had a pull over because I was crying so hard for no goddamn reason he's like me too I was like oh my god thank god like it's not just me and (laughs) having somebody there that understands that's supportive that it's just going through the same thing is so reassuring and more than anything i help it keeps like it keeps you aligned it keeps you spiritually aligned it keeps you um just authentic and it opens you up to your truth because you're not ashamed to admit that you had a dark night of the soul, you're not going to be ashamed to admit that you texted them in the middle of the night, even though you said you weren't going to talk to them anymore, you know, you're not gonna be, I'm gonna just tell you the things I would tell him, I was like, Dan, I drove by his house today, like, I'm a fucking creep, um, and he, there was no judgment there, and that, that's what you're going to be able to get in a community, and that's why I want, like, why I was so excited to offer this, it's like, I know how hard it was, and I just hear all these people going through it alone, and I just want to offer them that comfort. Because
0: it's not just a twin flame journey. It's the, as some people say, it's the true spiritual journey. So you're not just awakening to the fact that you have a twin flame. You're awakening to the fact that you're a spiritual being. And now you're seeing symbols. Now you're seeing synchronicities. Mm -hmm. You're seeing the same. You're seeing numbers repeatedly over and over again. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? And if you have no container to a safe container, a safe space to vent and share and bounce off ideas Yeah. and you invite, you know, third party energy that's not conducive for spiritual growth, well then you kind of shoot yourself in the foot.
1: Yeah, you do. And it's hard. Like, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this, I'm sure you have heard this time and again, it's just like just get over the person or like maybe they're toxic or they don't like, I don't understand why you're still obsessing over them. Like um it's it's hard and other people could be very judgmental or just very harsh because they don't know how to be loving. But you know they're they're concerned is what it is. And they want to get you mm-hmm. out of this. They don't want to see you suffering. And the truth is, you know Sometimes you just got to go through it and you need the support. You, you don't need somebody making you feel bad about and what
0: you're doing that. This, no, you're good. You're perfect. Um, <laughs> the twin flame journey is not supposed to make any sense. You're going to feel a type of way about someone who, quite frankly, <laughs> in earthly logic, you shouldn't feel any type of way for. And so you could easily dismiss. The greatest lesson and the most beautiful, most abundant amount of growth you'll ever come across just because it doesn't make sense in earthly logic. And that's what I don't want people to miss out on. I don't want people to miss out on the fact that they can activate their psychic abilities. Hmm. I don't want people to miss out on the mm-hmm. fact that they can yeah. open their heart to unconditional love, not just for the twin, but for everything in their life, for themselves first, and then for everything, right? I don't want people, yeah, I don't want people to miss out on family. the fact that we're all connected, right? So there's so many pieces and perks that come with the twin flame journey that, frankly, a lot of people would just skip out on just because it doesn't make sense it's crazy it's irrational um and so by having that support system you're <laughs> gently guided towards the truth that you know is truth capital T truth which is divine love which is twin flame which is unconditional love right um and then aside from those readings um or aside from the Facebook group Um, Diane and I will be doing one-on-one consultations and um, different types of services don't need to go into it, but um, just know that if you need to reach out to us personally, whether you need someone to psychically just tap into the connection or you need life path coaching or need help clearing up chakras or going through trauma therapy, um, we're here for you. that's literally what the bottom of the website says we're here for you (laughs) um so yeah (laughs) that that website um and the facebook group and our services opens up in nine days from now on i'm so 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 excited the website's looking fabulous i'm excited for it um so yeah october 1st mark your calendar the facebook group is going live um and just real quick before we end this i want to break down the word community yeah. cuz mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been talking about you don't how you don't experience what you don't make space for or you don't experience what you allow in what you don't allow in if you take the word community you break it down it's literally come unity you're asking unity to come to you right you're asking unity to come So invite unity, invite union by plugging yourself into a group so that unity can happen in all facets of your life, including your love life. Well, so this has been an amazing talk. Um, Is there anything you wanna wrap up with? Uh,
1: No. I was gonna say yeah, we, did. we, we did went long on this one. Um, I'm ex. Oh well, I guess uh, I'm excited because um, I'm gonna be doing my own solo podcast on here. So get ready to hear. Yeah. A- Ooh, <laughs> As if I'm not boys.
0: feminine enough. No, that's great. Yeah. So <laughs> um, Diana, she's been posting uh, her writing on on the Instagram page, I needed to read this. um, And she's going to be posting solo episodes here on this podcast. Um, And then the website will have services from both me and her. You can get a reading done from me, from her, you can have a one-on-one consultation with me or her. So uh, anything you need for here. All right. um, Thanks for listening to this. If you believe that this episode, anything we talked about, uh, will be of value to a friend, please share it. and we wish you all the best. All the love, all the power. Good night. Night.